can't handle the truth. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. You're gonna need a bigger boat. Do I feel lucky? Nobody puts baby in a corner. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Through the Lens. Coming at you straight from the Delaware Library podcasting <laughs> booth. I do want to apologize for the sound quality. If it's bad, the regular microphone we use doesn't seem to be working, so we're going off the built-in microphone from the computer, which is probably not ideal for any listening pleasure, so we apologize. We're trying to make lemons out of lemonade. It's Tracy's fault, though. It's not mine. She broke it. She was in here first. Uh, anywho, what are we reviewing today, Tracy? We're reviewing The Gentleman. Okay, so here's the deal about this movie. I knew nothing about it. I didn't know it was coming out. I never heard of it, and I know a lot about movies. But then when I looked into it, it like, has everybody in it. Yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty cool cast, and... If you're a Sons of Anarchy fan or if you're a Matthew McConaughey fan, then hang on. Well, way to spoil who's in it, but... Yeah. Or, or if you just want to... If you like Matthew McConaughey, it doesn't necessarily mean he's in it, I guess, until we tell you in five minutes that he is. So, um, first thing we should probably say is how long is this movie and what's it rated? It's uh, an hour and 53 minutes, and, and it's rated R, and it needs to be. <laughs> it's got some blood. It's got some adult content. It's got. It's all about drugs. And there's a lot of cussing and the use of a particular word that not many people like. The C word. Yes. But I don't know. Is that like better in England? I don't know. <laughs> they seem to curse differently in England. So before we get into what this is all about, um, who? What's? give me like, um, I don't know, the one second blurb of what's going on with this in Tracy words. Um, Unless you want me to do that. There's a there's a guy that has a very lucrative pot operation over in England, and he wants to get out of the business, and everybody wants a piece of the business. And hilarity ensues. Hilarity ensues. I think that's the best description I can give. Right. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about who's in this movie, but first let's talk about who directed this movie because that might tell you everything you need to know about whether you want to see this movie. Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. You know, Marsha, my wife, says, oh, it's going to be good. And then she's like, no, it's not going to be good. It's going to be entertaining. And that's pretty much my summary of Guy Ritchie movies. They're entertaining, but they're not good. I mean, they, they're never going to win an Oscar for anything, but they're very entertaining. They could win Oscars for, like, screenplay, because he usually writes them. But he, he, okay, so here's what Guy Ritchie does. He's got this a very signature aesthetic. He's got, like, the introducing the characters, and then their name pops up in big bolts. So you know who they are. He's got quick cuts. He's got lively talking. They're always about an English underworld dudes. Yes. That's pretty much what he's about. He did, what, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels is probably his first. Uh, what else he did? He's done music. Snatch. Videos. He did Snatch, and that was kind of his... Was that Brad Pitt? Oh, uh, was in Snatch? Maybe. I think it was. It was. Um, he was married to Madonna for a while, but... That, yeah, know, well, I've, we all know what happens to the people she marries. <laughs> yeah, she's like the Black <laughs> Widow. Um, but he does basically British crime capers, and this is one of those. Right. Do um, you... You want the quote? Oh, my gosh. You have a quote again? It's been so long. Yes. You've been I, skipping episodes for like six weeks now. I it's we not did. six weeks. Come on. Six months. All right, give me a quote. Six and for new listeners, assuming we have any, this is a Kevin Bacon style quote that relates to the movie by character, or I guess Tracy does theme, and I never get those. Go ahead. If you hold back anything, I'll kill you. If you bend the truth 
or I think you're bending the truth, I'll kill you. If you forget anything, I'll kill you. In fact, you're going to have to work very hard to stay alive, Nick. Now, do you understand everything I've just said? Because if you don't, I'll kill you. Man, I feel like Nick should be a huge... That's why I picked the quote. Should be a huge help. And I'm thinking about who's in this. Is it a Matthew McConaughey movie? I'm not saying. Man, I hate you. You I'm should. Off, I'm off my game today. I'm going to be so mad. In the interest of your time, I'm going to I'm going to wave the white flag. Although I've been on win streak, I'm going to give up on that. Uh, what is this movie, Tracy? Lock, stock, and I two smoking barrels. Oh, I just <laughs> said it. Oh man, that's it's a lame. film that Guy Ritchie directed. That that's 100 fair. It's I would say it's theme based too because yep. frankly, all his movies are about the same thing. They're all about the same thing. Now, can I say one more thing about Guy Ritchie? Because it yeah. sounds like I just insulted him. Yeah, go ahead. He does a good job of bringing all the characters and all the little threads together, like and kind of twisting them in. And he does what I think Tarantino used to do, but he just stopped doing. Like I like Guy Ritchie better than Quentin Tarantino. I said it. It's weird. I'm not a you know that's not official movie critic view, but I enjoy these movies better. Okay. And I can say that now that he did not win Shot for best it. director. Shot it. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about who's in this movie because he usually has some like lots of British dudes and pretty much all British dudes, and sometimes they're a little hard to understand because they're not speaking like the King's speech, so to speak. Right. But this one is starring an American, Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. How do we know Matthew McConaughey? Uh, Dallas Buyers Club, Interstellar, Wolf of Wall Street, Mud. You picked like the least Matthew McConaughey movies that I would ever think of, but that's fair. Do you think he's reached the point where we don't have to tell people what he's in anymore? Like, I he, think he has. Is he that level of star? I think he's that he level. He probably is. Um, all right, so he's the, I'll say token American, I guess. Yeah. Who else is in this movie? Charlie Hunnam. Who is that dude? He's like, people talk Jax about him like he's a guy. from Sons of Anarchy. Oh, my goodness. Was he in, like... Um, Pacific Rim. Oh, that's how I know Papillon, him. Papillon. Uh, Cold Mountain. King Arthur. He was in Cold Mountain? Yeah. That was bad. Renee Zellweger's accent was bad. All right. Anyway, I've got sidetracked. Um, I hated that movie. Um, okay. Is there anybody, there's other people in this movie that people might know. Colin Farrell. That's the big one. Colin Farrell, where have you been? In Bruges. Uh, Seven Psychopaths, SWAT, Dumbo, Fantastic Beast, Total Recall. There's got to be something better that he was in. He's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's been in a lot of so stuff. So here's the thing about Colin Farrell. When I walked out of the Strand last night, I mentioned he was in it, and all your little employees like, who's that? I'm like, wow, how far he's fallen. He was like the it guy. He was the it guy, but he was in Dumbo. That's recent in Fantastic Beast. But he was kind of like briefly in Fantastic Beasts. If he... If you talk to certain, if you talk to Noah, he would know him. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, the rest of the people. He was, Dare, he was Bullseye in Daredevil with Ben Affleck. So, um, yeah. So, I point out a comic book tie. All right. Is that all we really need to go through? I mean, there's a lot of other people you've seen, but. Henry Golding from Crazy Rich Asians and A Simple Favor. Uh, Hugh Grant. Oh, my gosh. How did I forget that? Hugh yeah. Grant's the best thing about this movie. I agree. Hugh Grant. <laughs> so, Hugh Grant officially retired, and then he came back. For a movie we reviewed, which was what Florence Foster Jenkins. Florence Foster Jenkins, Paddington Two, member. Yes, but how did how did they get him for this? I don't he know. He was so but... off brand and awesome. Yeah, he was great in this. So like, this is my parallel. He plays like a smarmy, I guess, 
investigator. I don't want to say journalist. Yeah, he's an investigator that uh, does stuff for different people. And he's he's the sort of framing device for this caper. Yes. So the reason I like him, there are times when like actresses get to a certain point in their career where they decide to go against type, like Jennifer Aniston and, and angry, um, something horrible bosses just was foul mouthed and. Um, I think Salma Hayek did it in the movie. It's like, oh, it's so cool because they're just against what they normally do. This is his moment for that. He's usually like the nice, charming, yes. gentlemanly British dude, and he's completely opposite of that. Yeah, think of Bridget Jones's diary and four weddings and a funeral. Think of that, but then say, just rip that all up. and Put it in a blender and add yeah. some alcohol, and you might – some maybe not bathing. So he was the best part of the movie. So um, we talked about the plot. I'll just go in a little bit more. It's a caper. But basically, Matthew McConaughey has this empire. He's trying to sell it. Uh, and then he's just being besieged from all sides. And it's like, how are they going to, how's he going to get out of this situation? But the cool part is it plays with time a little bit. Not plays with time, but the, Hugh Grant is telling the story to Charlie Hunnam. That's not a spoiler. That's the beginning. That's, that's not a spoiler. That's how you get introduced to the characters via Hugh Grant, who is the investigator. Charlie Hunnam is sort of the bodyguard consigliere for Matthew McConaughey. So he kind of goes through all their backstories, introduces them, talks about it, and then I guess at some point it probably catches up to the end of the story in the real time, but it just flows kind of effortlessly that uh, and, and the best parts are when he kind of embellishes and he gets called on it. And he's like, well, because he also wrote a screenplay about it. Correct. At the same time. <laughs> yeah. So he's just really, he's like very charmingly roguish, I guess I would say. He meaning you, Grant. Yes. Everyone else in the movie is just fine. Um, you got to pay attention to this. It's twisty. And it, I mean, I will tell you this. I predicted like pretty much everything. It's not like. I got lost a couple times, but then I got back to it. I mean, I was like, okay, this is clearly what's going on. But I don't think it's necessarily all about figuring out the twist. It's more about the journey to get there. Yes. But, uh, but I did like... Because the payoff is at the end. And I do like how everything tied together. Yes. It it didn't uh, it didn't do what you so much don't like in movies where these different facts come up and they're hard to believe. Everything had a purpose. Yes. And it was kind of like um, not at all... Really, but like how knives out all tied together. I was just going to say that. Like, it kind of was. It left the clues there. It all tied in there. And granted, that makes it a little easier to figure out. But it wasn't like the alien came down at the end. You're like, oh, well, I never could have figured it out because that wasn't. Because there was never an alien. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I, I did like that. And I I laughed at some of the. It's very dark. Like it, it, they're criminals. But it was oh, kind of yeah. fun. It was funny. And you laughed at people getting killed and stuff. That one scene at the restaurant. Oh, yeah, that was kind of gross. Yeah, and that funny. was gross and funny. But, um, yeah, Matthew McConaughey is pretty smooth, man. Yeah, he's smooth. He looked kind of like, I don't know, janky, though. He's like, dude, but Charlie like... Hunnam, I think I got the Matt Damon smile for oh, that. Oh, my gosh. So, Tracy, uh, who is going to like this movie? Well, any Guy Ritchie fans out there, any caper film fans, I think if you like Knives Out, you may like this. But be warned that the language is way worse in this movie. Yeah. By the way, there was a scene with Colin Farrell in the gym where the one guy called the other guy a name. Yeah. He got offended. And then he explained why he shouldn't be offended. That, like, made me laugh so hard. It was so ridiculous. I laughed out loud, too. I'm like, they're really going there with this? I didn't think you could talk about, like, that in movies anymore, but it was... They really... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you'll know what we're talking about. I don't. I can't even say it, even it's, though this is a podcast and not radio. But towards the end of the movie, in the gym. 
Yeah, with Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell. You'll know what we're talking about. Uh, and Colin Farrell's good in this movie. Yeah, he is good. He's kind of, I never really dug him too much, but he's good. I, when this movie was over, you know how Daniel Craig got nominated for a Golden Globe for Knives Out? I really think you, Grant, will get some sort of something out of this because he, he was good. And no was, one else could have played his part. It was so weird. I was like, this guy's awesome. I, I love Hugh Grant. I was like, no, I don't. I hate Hugh Grant. So I really liked him in this movie. It's definitely a Guy Ritchie movie. So who's going to like this movie? If you're a Guy Ritchie fan, if you like the kind of British sensibilities, because their their banter is definitely different than Americans' banter, I would mm-hmm. say. Yep. Um, it does have some gunplay, but you know, in England, they're not supposed to have guns. So it's a lot more... I was I was struck by how the goons in this movie didn't come out with guns most of the time. They just kind of looked at you scary and intimidated you. Yeah. And I was like, in America, we just pull out five guns and scare everyone. So I thought that was cool. But if you like British sensibility and crime capers, you'll definitely like this movie. I think it's one of the Guy Ritchie's best. He's been on kind of a cold streak recently as far as I'm concerned. But because I think, did he do the King Arthur movie that just sucked? He might have. Or was it Sherlock Holmes? He did something where it was just horrible. Um, but anyway, this is a good one. Um, what do you rate it, Trace? Um... I hate that I always have to go first, but you know what? I think I'm going to give it a solid 8.25. I'm going to go 8.5 because I did not have any expectations. I didn't necessarily want to see it, but it did get me out of trying to see Sonic. So I was grateful for that. Sorry. Disregard that last line. <laughs> I, it's doing well. People are liking it. Uh, they redid the Sonic the Hedgehog, so I guess it's better now. But uh, this, was, this was a pleasant surprise. Uh, I can't go any higher only because... I feel like I would be blowing my stars for later, but I did. It's a highly enjoyable movie. How long is it at the Strand, Tracy? Uh, it is at the Strand until Thursday this so you, week. So you got to get in there this week if you're going to see it. Yep. Um, so that's important. Um, no end credits scene. There's a little music video that is kind of, you'll see kind of part of a video on the internet early on. They have the whole video at the end. Oh, I didn't see it. It's that. just during the credits. It's not really that great if you had to big gulp like I did but okay. there's no end credit scene you can leave after that okay um it is hard R though yeah hard R guys don't language um Tracy what are we reviewing next week we are reviewing the call of the wild with oh. Harrison Ford and a dog and a dog it's really about the dog not him I think yeah um cool well I know you have to jet Tracy but uh thank you for taking some time to see the gentleman I uh I liked it Yes, go to thestrandtheater.net for more information. Uh, just so people know, what else is showing there this week? Uh, the Gentleman, Birds of Prey for its last week, and Sonic. All right, can I just give out one more plug for Birds of Prey? Like, Guys, no one's seeing this movie, but it actually is better than the other DC movies. If you're going to see one, go see my girl Harley Quinn. It's going to leave the strain, and you'll be stuck. And you'll be like, where's Margot Robbie in my life? And I'll say, I warned you. Yep. You've got nothing. I've got nothing. (laughs) See you guys next week.